Hey everybody, welcome back to the Identical Drop Podcast. This is episode 17. We are in South Dakota with two awesome new hunters. And I always like to thank Vortex Optics as a sponsor of this podcast. They hooked up both of these hunters with a brand new pair of binoculars, Crossfire 8x42s. And honestly, we're just super appreciative of them giving a dang about this new hunter thing that Thomas and I are doing um, and hooking up some hunters with binoculars because um, as anyone knows getting into hunting um, you got to have a few expenses here and there so for a vortex to be generous and help us out with that is super nice and that's one of those expenses that you need like any new hunter like like other than camo and the weapon um, you need some glass yeah I would say get some it's get really some binos. so thank you vortex let's get it Alright, here we are. We are driving through South Dakota right now, actually heading out for our final evening sit. So that's the big question mark on this podcast. This hunt yep. is not over. It's um, not. It's far we from are over. still thirsty for blood and we are going to be sitting for the next like five hours. So we're on our way to the evening hunt. But we've got two new hunters. And Tom on here. This is yep. Nate talking. Um, Claire and Shane. Shane, you introduce yourself first. Give us name, where you're from, and maybe just like a little little background about why you uh, wanted to get into hunting. And then once you're done, Claire, you can go. Yeah, sure. How's it going, guys? Um, I'm Shane Ryan. I'm from Madison, Wisconsin. Um, currently a junior at UW-Madison. Um little bit about me I just grew up in Wisconsin as a kid um, I never really had any relatives or friends that hunted uh, my dad hunted a little bit growing up um, but I, I wasn't really around him during my childhood so I think that this was a great opportunity to get closer to my food source and uh, really see what things were about and it's been great so far sweet nice yeah we uh, right when we met Shane we had the, like, Huskers and Badgers standoff for, like, five <laughs> seconds. Like, who's going to attack first? No, <laughs> yeah. but... Um, insults. Insults, yeah, no. Go ahead, Claire. All right. I am Claire. I am from California. Um, I grew up in California, and so I honestly wasn't really around anyone that hunted. Mm-hmm. But I had a couple cousins that hunt... Um, like waterfowl but that's about it so I just really wanted to learn more and um, I haven't really had anyone in my life to kind of lead me and teach me so um, doing this new hunter with identical draw has been incredible I've learned a lot so far and um, still learning still on the mission but Mm. it's been pretty amazing so far sweet did you guys you guys both saw it from um, on X post or how did you find out about this opportunity? Uh, was mine it? was on X. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Same here. Yeah. yeah, we have. Uh, we're just yeah, we're grateful that we have those companies that can just share it and help get the word out because it helps us out and meet folks like you guys. Um, so, anyways, so this hunt, all we had was a weekend. May seven, eight, and nine was the weekend, and um, I don't know, killing the turkey on. 
public land where you've never been to before on a quick weekend hunt, yeah, we're it could be a challenge. We're in the Black Hills, so yeah. it's it's not like turkey ground that Nate and I are used to hunting either. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's mountainous, or we've been debating whether to call them hills or mountains this yep. whole weekend. But um, yeah, it's just different terrain. Um, we're basically hunting all Merriams here, uh, which we we have a couple in Nebraska that we've hunted before, but. Uh, new train, kind of new type of turkey. So mm-hmm. we've been figuring it out. What we found out right away is, uh, I don't know if this is just like part of the area or what, or just the fact that they're public land birds, but they've just, all the toms have been super colche. Tight-lipped. Uh, Tight-lipped, yep. We, I've only once called and had a bird gobble, and I'm pretty sure it's just because I like shot gobbled him with like the hen call. Mm-hmm. Um, he like didn't respond to me ever mm-hmm. after that. Um, so we haven't been calling. We know the basic yep. gist. Yep. yep. So our plan has kind of shifted into like, we came out calling and then we've slowly just stopped calling. Mm-hmm. And what's been the ticket is like kind of public private boundaries, uh, fence boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been like in the last day, we've been a little bit more in the car just like kind of scouting on onyx looking like okay this piece here has some private but also public surrounding it let's go check it out mm-hmm. um so we, we've found we've found birds like deep into the hills in public and we found sign but it seems like the densities are definitely like closer to houses and things like that major hot tip for anybody hunting turkeys out here um but yeah it's been good it's just it's been different like like tom said i mean the walking around hitting calls every once in a while hoping to find a bird that's fired up and wanting to come in isn't a thing that at least like this time of the year these birds have been hunted it just hasn't been a thing this trip at all um, yeah who knows different timing earlier mm-hmm. in the season i don't know typically this time in nebraska is like some of the best time to call in mm-hmm. a fired up bird that's away from hens just because a lot of hens are nesting right now but yep. yeah it's been difficult calling so we should just start from uh friday evening yeah, give a rundown of the hunt. Yeah. Good. Friday evening was more exciting for us. For uh, So I was hunting with Shane all weekend. Nate was with Claire. Um, right away, we set up. Uh, we had some buddies send us some pins who had been hunting out here earlier this spring. And uh, we just went to, like, one of the roosting spot pins and set up in this little valley, this low spot that I thought the turkeys might use to like, get to roost or just to travel, get out of the wind. It was a bit windy that first day. Um, so me and Shane just set up basically in the bottom valley. And sure enough, I don't, I mean, we weren't sitting very long. Um, and three jakes come strolling down the hill. And they, that, at that time, they probably got to like 70, 65, 70 yards. I mean, potential like when they were at, at their closest i don't know what you think shane but like at, at their closest i mean it was a very long shot potentially could have shot but we like first evening first hour we were kind of deciding not to take that shot so they kind of we let them basically go back up the hill yeah pretty much um i think when you clocked it on the rangefinder, it was like 61 or something like that yeah um I had the safety off and everything, but I, I decided not to pull the trigger. But, yeah. yeah, they were definitely, I mean, they got close to us pretty early on in that. Yeah, run, so. yeah. So they went back up that hillside they came down from, and it was like 30 minutes later they did the same thing mm-hmm. and just skirted around us. Um, 
it's like they knew we were there but mm-hmm. uh I, i'd call at them and they'd like literally like run away so yeah. at that point i it was kind of like oh they maybe they're just really call shy they've been i mean who knows they could have been shot at earlier this season i mean public land birds um and we should mention like it's not like there's trucks all over the place out here but we've we've seen a handful of hunters here and there yep um yeah so that was your guys evening me and claire we went on a little walkabout on a different piece of public um probably about a mile in and out and just calling every once in a while and it was honestly a pretty slow night we saw some turkey sign um saw one hen but right basically as it was getting dark we heard one gobble still far off but it put us in like somewhat of a direction for the morning hunt um so it wasn't a complete bust but um that morning we went over to try that try that spot and the initial spot we were going to go to where i thought the birds were gobbling wasn't where they were gobbling they're actually gobbling on the other side of the road so we messed around with those birds all morning and again with the whole calling thing as soon as they hit the ground they which they're flying down like super early 5 30 they're on the ground here um and it was just like I, I did a call and i mean nothing for the rest of the morning you just didn't hear um but there's one gobble at, like later in the morning that was like way far away so that just like basically at that point i realized that we're just gonna have to get in between these turkeys where they want to be and uh, basically just get on their path um but one of the biggest hot tips from the whole weekend was on our way walking the road back to the truck we had this um landowner this guy that lived up the road stop us and you guys turkey hunting and i was like yeah we are turkey hunting and he was slightly intoxicated (laughs) should be noted it was it was early in the morning and there's definitely he had definitely smashed a couple beers um but but he's like yeah live up the road he couldn't remember his address which me claire and i thought was really interesting um and but he's like i've got turkeys all over the place they're always in my yard and stuff um and watch out there's there's lions back there too my wife and daughter saw them when they were horseback and it's been um, a theme like every local has told us oh saw a lion yesterday mm -hmm. so we've been uh just aware watching the six um so after that we're like okay let's go check that area out um and sure enough down like in between these houses up there there's just birds like we see two different groups in there and um so that's basically what claire and i have been doing the rest of this trip we've basically been hunting these birds in this like this this like residential house area there's like i don't know five or six houses throughout this bottom this like valley and it's it's surrounded by public and the birds go from the public down to the houses and then back up to the public and we're basically playing this game of like where are you going to enter the public at or where are you going to go down to the houses at and just try to cut them off um so yeah. yeah so and we've joined yet now yeah um, so i guess that was guns. what did you guys do yesterday morning you went back to the same piece yeah. yeah our our morning and evening hunt yesterday were just um slow yeah really slow we we uh, went back to the same evening spot because uh birds were definitely roosting near us um mm-hmm. the evening before but nothing i mean we didn't see anything just some white tails white tails have been all over this mm-hmm. weekend yeah midday we we walked a all four of us split up on this well two and two we split up on this like thousand acre piece and uh i mean claire and i we walked to the back fence line it looked it looked a lot more turkey-esque like claire did you expect the uh 
like walking as much as we are or did you expect more walking or did you expect more just like hanging out in a spot or what do you think it's funny i i expected to walk but definitely not as much as we have been um like they were saying i don't know if it's hills or mountains around Mm -hmm. here but Mm -hmm. um yesterday when we walked we walked just through valley to the you know like one top of the mountain to the bottom one top to the bottom and it was just like I was, I think I clocked like 13 miles or something yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. More than I've ever expected for turkeys, but Mm -hmm. they're definitely, they're definitely putting up a fight around here for Mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's obviously not tired at all. Cause as soon as we get back (laughs) to camp, like she takes her dog for like another two mile walk. (laughs) Why we like, should I, (laughs) but I was a little jealous, but (laughs) yeah. So, um, just, yeah, the walking around and calling just has been just has them in the thing so um yesterday evening i'm gonna get into that well you should talk about the puffball you've been you've been jacked up on that tom yeah talk about it um i don't know if i'd say jacked up but it was cool uh we found some like puffball mushrooms i don't know if listeners know what that is you could quick google um so there's like giant puffball mushrooms and they literally get like some like volleyball basketball size and what I've seen people do with them is uh, cut them up uh, like into big discs and like use it as pizza crust. Um, we were texting our buddy Spencer Newhart, the uh, mushroom doctor. Uh, he knows all things mushrooms, but uh, he's like, yeah, they're also known as like the breakfast mushroom because people dice them up and basically use them as like a hash brown substitute in like breakfast burritos and stuff, which mm-hmm. I, I, could, I could get behind. Um, but yeah, I, I saw a puffball. I've never actually like seen and picked one but i've watched enough stuff i was like that's puffball i watched uh eduardo um what's his last name garcia yeah charged guy um i watched him cut one up one time and been like whoa i want to do that yeah so i saw it but i still it being a mushroom i was like i need somebody to confirm that this is a puffball before i kill two new hunters yeah (laughs) um so and your brother yeah so Yes, it's a puffball. Um, it's, I mean, it's a decent size. It's like softball. Mm-hmm. So I put it in the pack, and uh, we went to the grocery store, got some pizza sauce, cheese, pepperoni, some simple seasoning, and um, fired up the Traeger, put it to use, and we had our first kind of taste test of puffball, and it wasn't bad at all. No. I mean, I could definitely see, um, like, the substitute for pizza dough. Uh, mm-hmm. It didn't even taste like a mushroom at all. Yeah, I thought it was really good, and honestly, I'm not like a huge mushroom guy, but I'll eat them. Um, but no, it was it was good. I was pleased, and it's always exciting, like foraging off the land, and mm-hmm. um, like it, like everybody posts about it during springtime, like when turkey hunting slow, go mushroom hunting, and mm-hmm. like it honestly made the day a little bit better. Finding yeah. those uh, gave us something to do. Mid-day. They were all over that piece. Yeah. Like we could have filled up the tailgate of the truck. The weird thing that I like, I was like reading because I had some serves where I was where I was finding them is like back home it seemed like they like the season forms in the fall. So I was like, what am I looking at? But I think the season for the giant puffball is in the fall, and like I think we mm-hmm. like a cousin of the puff like the actual like giant puffball. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is apparently, I mean, they were it was perfect stage that we I should have so. um, used my nerd plant app and seeing what it said i i I thought about that when because it would have id'd it yep yeah puffball mushroom was good midday eat yeah so evening hunt claire and i went back to our 
our house turkeys that's what i'm going to call them um and you guys went to your same piece of public um but our plan was basically to just go back there like there's this like forest road that kind of goes behind these houses on the public that we can take back there so it's nice it's a pretty easy walk and uh basically just try to get eyes on them when they're down in that valley in those houses and figure out where they're going to go up into the trees to roost because obviously they're not going to roost down by the houses they're going to go up onto the public to roost and honestly it worked like basically perfect we had one hen come in close to us um and a jake early on in the evening just putting around but no shots fired um and then right when i'm at, uh, like expecting to see something i think it was probably 6 30 um there they are down in that bottom a couple toms i had high anticipation for you guys um cause with that hot tip that guy gave you yeah um, I was really hoping you would come back with the bird. Yeah. A couple toms, um, a lot of hens down there, a few jakes. Um, and so we basically from then on, we're just like moving along the road. One, trying not to get spotted and two, just trying to figure out where are they going to go. But you, like anybody that hunts turkeys know they're completely sporadic. I mean, one second they're heading hard right. And then the next they're, they're back running left. So it's like for a while we were just watching just to see where they go. And finally, like they picked a, a direction where we're like, okay, they're going to go this way. So we're trying to get all set up. And these turkeys, again, they're like, they are like very wired. Like anything is going to just, yeah. So I'm assuming they, they've had to have been hunted how we're hunting them. Like it's too accessible back there. And I don't know, the turkeys are too easy to spot from the road. Um, so they're starting to close the distance on the way up to their roost. It's probably around seven o'clock now and they are closing like, I don't know, a hundred yards, 90 yards, 80 yards. And like, they have a pretty decent like direction going. So I'm like, okay, they're probably like, they're probably going to go over here, but you don't really know yet just because they've been moving all over the place. And as soon as they like really pick a direction, like all of them are kind of lined up heading into the trees. I'm like, all right, like me and Claire, we got set up, ready to go. And that's when like they go, like there's this little rise to get up to where the public starts and they go behind that. And I'm like, okay, they should be popping up. And I mean, time goes by a handful of minutes and I see one of the toms start going to the right. So I'm like, okay, maybe the group, maybe they went over to the right. So we just like kind of switch our bodies to be able to like shoot over that direction. Um, but the other issue is like, we're within easily within a hundred yards of like a few houses. So at least one house two. the second house, probably 150 yards. So you obviously can't shoot there too. And they're like where the turkeys are at. So like figuring out a safe shot where there's nothing like a, not a house in the background of your shot was also going to be yeah. really difficult. Mm -hmm. So I had a shot last night, but yeah, there was the house behind. Oh, we would. Yeah. We would have yeah. killed. Yeah. <laughs> there was there. Yeah. There was at one point that Tom was definitely in range, but there's a house directly behind him. 50 in the fifties probably. But I mean, yeah. I mean, right in front of what do you do? Yeah. 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 So, um, then they, they go like, I see that Tom's are going right. So I'm like, okay, maybe they're, they're either going to go around the house or they're going to come close. And, um, sure enough, after a few minutes, I'm like, okay, I don't like this feeling. Like, let's just like start nudging over that direction. And when we get over there, I hear some like sticks breaking up to our right. And they're like already on top of the hill to our right. Like they, from when we saw them, Within, I mean, minutes, they had r gone across the road and all the way up the hill, like ninjas. 
It's like so fast. They like when they know they're on that road, they're exposed. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, they do not spend time on the road. They like get across. Um, a few birds this morning when they were on the roost, they flew over the road, which was like they just coasted. Yeah. So they just know to not be there. So that I there comes a, a there comes a point in the hunt that's going to be successful where like your brain turns on to like, oh, this is a done deal. And my brain was like f- like flipping that switch. Cause I was like, Oh, this Turkey is just like sucking right up to us. Like we're good to go. We have some structure. We have trees in front of us and stuff. They're not going to see us. Um, and then it just like <laughs> went so drastically the other direction so quickly. And so basically Claire and I, um, got out of there. We knew they were going to roost right up there and just, we were just going to get on them in the morning. But, um, Claire, any takeaways? what do you think of yesterday evening's hunt? Um, a lot of an- an adrenaline for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, just being able to like look and glass them down in that valley um, mm-hmm. where all the houses are. There's a bunch of like green grass and cows down there. Mm-hmm. And so the turkeys were just hanging out down there. So we were watching them for a good, almost probably an hour, I think. Yep. Um, just waiting for them to kind of come up to roost as it got later. And then they were, we watched them literally all the way up to us. Um, if they just kept going, we would have had a shot, but they, yeah. it was like they knew we were waiting for them. So mm-hmm. yeah. it yeah. was, it was, I wouldn't say frustrating cause I mean, what can you expect? But like, yeah. Yeah. I was just like, how did that happen so fast? Mm-hmm. Like you go from like one emotion to the next so quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This morning I was like, at some point during any turkey hunt, you have to think like, man, the turkeys like literally can sense my presence. <laughs> and like that's what it seemed like last night yeah like they just like knew our being was there but like we were pretty they, hidden too. yeah th- I, there's not a chance they saw us it's just like they just knew. they just like we didn't want to go up there and just whipped around fast but yeah it was good you did a great job like it can get like intense when you're like having to move around a lot and you can't oh, yeah. see the subject when i could see it and you can't and yeah, like you could was... see it and i can't and it's like hey there's turkeys over here and you're like Whoa. like yeah we kept going back and forth doing that yeah and it's like okay let's go to this setup let's go to this tree and then hey let's drop back to this rock and it can get intense and you're like whoa that's a lot of <laughs> that's a lot of direction and it's a lot of i don't know some moving around and also being extremely still and worrying about being spotted and wanting it to work out. Right. Getting the, yeah. Yeah. Getting all so, the right angles. Yep. Yep. So but it was a good learning evening. Almost. Yeah, that it, was, evening. it was a solid learning evening. And tonight, like it's, yeah, we're heading into the evening hunt again tonight and we're going to spot. We're going <laughs> to, sorry, hit that <laughs> wrong button. I was like, where'd all these kids come sorry, from? Wrong button. That's my bad. No kids on the podcast today. Okay. All right, your evening? No, yeah, my evening, our evening sucked. That's that's the uh, most detailed wrap up I can give about our evening. Shane, you got anything about last evening? Yeah, not a peep for yeah. like a good four hours. We didn't hear anything. We had that's some uh, two deer come in, and, uh, but they they even spooked. So lots of deer in these hills. Yep, tons of them mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um. There's one right there. It should be noted, two of them. Uh, it should be noted the weather this weekend has, I don't know, for the most part it's worked out. Like it was kind of forecasted. We got here extra early Friday because we, we thought that evening might be our best shot uh, weather-wise. But it's it's worked out. I mean, it's been partly cloudy. It, we have gotten, we actually have gotten rain and snowed on. So mm-hmm. um, for portions of the weekend and turkey hunting is so weather-based. Uh, but I'd say for the most part, I'm happy with it. It's kind of better than I expected. Hopefully, 
the rain holds off tonight, we have a chance of rain tonight. But, yeah, should we get into uh, the morning? Mm-hmm. You want to kick it off? Yeah, so um, knowing that how these turkeys wanted to go down to this freaking residential area, we were like, okay, both groups, we're just going to split up on this road and just hope that they come by one of us. So Claire and I were where they crossed um, the evening before, and they were gobbling close. We had some hens close. Um, I, I watched them all pitch down. Um, we had a hen actually like fly right over the top of us and get into some trees right above us. Um, and they were just talking back and forth to the hen from the hen by us and then to the big group of turkeys up on the hill and they they came close they came down the hill um i think there were some hens within shotgun range again but the toms did what toms do and they just kind of stayed up on like the more of the ridge up higher on the hill and um yeah all the hens went down to the neighborhood and yeah yep and the toms just stayed back they just stayed up in those hills me and shane had one hen hanging out around us for a short bit like i saw it pop up like 20 yards and then next i saw it like a hundred yards down, it just like kind of popped up and left. So, yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, that was basically it. Like we had turkeys around us. We saw the toms again, but they didn't really care. They just stayed up in the hills. Um, we knew that they were going to cut down to the homes eventually. Didn't know when. And I don't know. We never saw the toms go back down, but we did see a handful of hens. So, um, yeah, I mean, we, it was done pretty early. It was action packed, and then it was it was dead. The like, turkeys are down there; they're way far away, and so we're like, "That's let's get in, let's get in the truck and head out of here, um, yeah. warm up." It was what twenty seven degrees this morning. Yeah, it was frosted. <laughs> it was cold. A little cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I mean, it was before yeah. seven at this point. Still, mm-hmm. um, we knew we wanted to just I don't know cover some miles, so that's what we did. Um, we just hit some roads that we've been checking uh the last two days um and we're pulling up to our evening spot here but um sure enough nate spotted a group uh that we actually hadn't like we hadn't looked at that area much we, we had to pull up on x see what we were dealing with public private wise but we lucked out they were right on a public private boundary and they were actually like just on the public side so we formed a plan. Uh, we had to kind of figure out where to park. Uh, we had to go like around the city and, uh, find a way to access them, uh, on public. Cause they, like, there wasn't like a specific, uh, easy public spot to get to them. So we had to kind of just figure that out, but mm-hmm. parked the truck, um, found a good place to park and basically started whipping it around. Um, it's private. Well, what was the group made up of at least two toms, um, so there, I think there are at least five or six turkeys. Yeah. So for sure two toms and then I think probably the rest were hands or I don't know. Truthfully, I was just like, oh, I want to warm up. I want to go get myself some breakfast in town and do what turkey hunters do, you know, relax a little bit, uh, in the morning. But no, we got out of the truck and basically headed straight there. Do you want to break down the hunt? Sure. I mean, it was, yeah. Parked the truck on some public, walked around this private basically like on the edge of private public. And, um, as we were, as we were walking to those turkeys, there were some donkeys down below us, um, just in, like fenced up. And they were just like, they were barking like, or like, I mean, I don't know what donkeys do, but 
just making this loud noise at us, kind of like an alert call, and the turkeys would shock gobble every time. And it was super helpful because it was like gave us we exactly their just, location. Like we were staying just in the tree line so that the birds can see us. We didn't I mean, we didn't get eyes on them at all during any of that stock because we didn't have to with those donkeys going off every yeah. two to five minutes. It worked out perfect. So eventually there was a gobble where we were like, Okay, they're they're tight, they're close. So we hunkered down, kinda split up. Shane was off to the right a little higher up and me and Claire a little lower to the left and so within before a few this, minutes. Though, we flipped the coin yeah. and Shane got the lucky flip. So Shane was up first to shoot. Um, but so then we also kind of had the realization where it's like, it's really thick in here. Like if either of you have an open shot at it and you, you can verify it's a Tom, just take it. Yeah. Um, so within a few minutes, I see some black bodies come through the trees. I was actually worried because those donkeys had made their noise like twice and no shot got, I was like, Gotta be kidding me! They heard us. They, mm. There's something. They saw us. Group yep. of four of us. I mean, we were pretty dang quiet, but they. Yep. I thought they might have gotten a whiff of us. Yeah. So they. I mean, they came in uh, within thirty yards, and then it was like a minute. It probably was. It seemed longer than that, but it was probably a minute of me and Tom trying to di- direct Claire Shane onto a turkey. It was like it was kind of a fiasco. They, we were up at a little. Nate and I were both like I don't know, a couple feet higher than our our hunter. So we could see birds and they couldn't see them as well. So <laughs> it was like a combination, like it was like a minute of like, shoot, do you see him? Do you see him? Shoot. Shane, yeah. I, I see was See that like, bird to the left, shoot that one. <laughs> I felt bad because I just kept yelling at Shane. Like, do you see him? Shoot, shoot, shoot. It was like so intense. I was like just trying to. Yeah. Claire, uh, you saw one, but you couldn't verify if it was a Tom. Yeah, all I saw was its head, and it definitely was, like, more colorful, but mm-hmm. I just, I couldn't verify, and so yep. I yeah. didn't even That's a good call. go for it. That's a good call. It's a veteran move. If you can't tell, you just don't pull the trigger. So, good call there. Um, and then, finally, Shane, you got on one. Tell us yeah, about Shane. tell us about the moments going up to that. Yeah. How was it? Stressful? It, w- it was definitely pretty crazy. Um, yeah, like Tom was saying, he was just, shoot, shoot, and I was on the ground, um, and I had like a couple open pockets here and there for like a couple seconds. Um, and I remember them, they kind of started circling back around and I thought we were going to miss them. And uh, yeah, for a second there, I saw like, oh, like these birds might get away. Like with the angle, mm-hmm. they were honestly behind a like a little, little rise, little rise that almost saved their lives. Mm-hmm. But, but we were in some pretty thick trees. Too, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I knew that the second one that was you know, walking through, um, was a Tom and I had like a small open window for like a couple seconds and I just, uh, pulled the trigger and it was, it was definitely pretty crazy. Yeah. That bird, that bird didn't even flop. It was just, boom. I didn't even, I didn't see, I saw one bird get the hell out of there. You gave me like the nervous look, like, like, I, cause the, I didn't see the, I didn't yeah, see the shot. Like, <laughs> but, but it just, both your reactions were good. So Tom like, just dropped. So game over. So yeah. Tag punched Shane, like first animal. What were your initial thoughts? Just excitement or what was it? Yeah, it was definitely, it was crazy. I, I know that I had the uh, new hunter turkey shakes um, mm-hmm. after the fact <laughs> a little bit. Um, but yeah, it was awesome. Um, I I knew when I shot it, saw it drop right away, and I was pretty ecstatic when I hit it. So. Yeah, turkeys are like notorious for, especially with archery though, like if the shot's not perfect, they'll like get up and run and you'll never find them again. So it's like a thing in the turkey world. If you shoot them, like as soon as you shoot them, unless like like you're just stone cold dead, but it's like to chase the turkey and make sure that he doesn't get away. 
because if uh, if he starts going, it could be hard to find. But yeah. that wasn't the case with this bird. Nope. Yeah, I mean, it was just awesome to punch the first tag out here. With how difficult the works are being, like, I was just kind of in my head, like, this could be tough filling a tag. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had some good things go our way this weekend, like this, um, finding out this little piece of public private area. But, um, no, that, that was awesome. Just a beautiful Merriam, white tip. Um, short little stubby spurs like Merriam's have, but mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, super fun. Um, so, yeah, that brings us up to this evening hunt. We got one more hunt. We're going to get on them tonight. Um, so it, we're going to split up groups different tonight just because Nate also has a tag. Um, and he kind of already explained the road situation with these birds. So we're going to split Nate and Claire up. And, man, hope that they don't, like, split the gap between us. We're probably, like... <laughs> they probably are going to. We're probably 150, 200 yards away from uh, each other. Yeah. And, that's I mean... I don't know. Let's hope that they come down and you're going to have to listen in the next podcast to see how it ended. Yeah. I want to know, um, what your guys's Turkey takeaways are. Claire, you can start just like what you've thought about Turkey hunting in general. Um, what you like about it, what you don't care for. I just want to hear what do you think. Yeah. Um, well so far I've, I've had a lot of fun, even though I haven't, um, gotten a turkey yet i since we've just had opportunity and seen birds it's been a lot of fun um i definitely feel like turkeys are less um like there's less i guess anxiety almost Mm -hmm. to hunt them because i don't know in my opinion like they're birds and it's kind of more fun um it's not as i guess i mean it is but it's not as serious as like some big game where you really have to definitely um focus but i mean i've been having a lot of fun i love being outside so being out here and just like sitting and listening and glassing um and it's just beautiful out here in the black hills so it's i've had a lot of fun um just learning and learning like small tips and tricks and what can help and what doesn't help Mm -hmm. and learn some fun names for the turkeys so (laughs) we we rolled through them sad daddy rope dragger long beard long beard strutter yeah spinner sad Um, sad daddy was my favorite (laughs) i was i was talking to i was talking to claire last night that she has like the opportunity to become a great hunter because a lot of people don't have the patience you have right off the bat like that's a big thing for new hunters just being able to sit and be is like a thing that does not come natural to a lot of people. Yeah. So it's like really nice that you can just like sit, chill. Like when you need to move, you need to move, go do things. But then like just being able to like hang out and just hunt for a a while in one spot and just sit it out, be patient is like, that takes a lot of people a long time to figure out. Yeah. It's definitely like a learned, like a lot of people have to learn to just sit still because Mm -hmm. it's, it's, I mean, I've, I learned, I, I was yeah. telling them, like, I when I started out, like, when I was 12, 13, whatever, I would just go for walks, and I'd piss Nate off, mm-hmm. go spook his birds, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I can I sit now, <laughs> for the most part. Yeah. Um, Shane, Shane, yeah, what are your takeaways? Yeah, um, I definitely thought it was super cool um, how much, like, strategic planning goes into, you know, scouting out the property, you know, finding a good spot. Um that's basically square one essentially. And that's, you know, setting you, setting you up for a good opportunity to get a kill. Um, but yeah, just the turkey hunting in specific, it's a lot different than it seems from a lot of other game, like 
deer and mm-hmm. you know elk and what have you but yeah i it was pretty awesome um you know calling in the turkeys and getting them to come to you is definitely um unique about turkey hunting and stuff mm-hmm. like that so definitely we've like honestly this isn't like the like picture of turkey hunting that you typically see like this is almost more like a big game hunt like mm-hmm. the way we're hunting them mm-hmm. um like, like if, being you, guys, if you guys go like somewhere else out east nebraska or like your home state shane wisconsin uh it's it's more of a call and response thing and and i wish we could have had more of that because that's that's, that's a lot what of makes turkey hunting yeah hunting, that's really. a lot of what gets you hooked is a call and response mm-hmm. that close gobbles um we have had some gobble close which has been fun mm-hmm. but like that like if you're if you guys are like addicted to turkey hunting now like wait till that happens to you because that's like a whole different excitement level right there like when you get one that starts gobbling at 300 yards and all of a sudden it's at 100 yards and it's like you can feel the ground shake like when it's so close um that's a different piece of turkey hunting that maybe we can get a little bit of tonight but mm-hmm. they just haven't they haven't just want, like we haven't found a fired up gob yeah yep um shane what like are you going to continue to hunt like what's your next thing that you think you want to like What's your next hunt possibly? You get, like, do you, are you gonna have? Yeah. You gonna try to do something this fall, or what are you? What are you thinking for next plans? Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, Wisconsin definitely has um, a good amount of public land. I definitely am gonna try my luck. Um, probably this fall. Um, they got a pretty good fall season, so. Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely gonna continue this. I think this was just, uh, you know, step one, and I, you know, I'm super appreciative for you know, you guys helping me out and, and really let me pick your brains and, and figuring out, you know, the, the basics to, you know, get it started on my own and, you know, teach my friends and family and kind of pass it along. So I know it's only been like less than 72 hours, but I feel like yeah. the knowledge you guys have given us is just a insane. ton. Yeah. Good. yeah. It's so That's helpful. We want. Yeah. Even That's, like little yeah. things too. It's just been awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We want, we, that's the main gist. We just want to give you guys the knowledge set to be like, have a little more confidence going out to a piece of public and finding birds. We basically, yeah, we basically run the weekends. Like if it was just Nate and I here, we, yeah. we do the same thing. We go out mornings, we go out midday evenings. We take a midday nap. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's how we turkey hunt. Um, man, dude, these early mornings, late spring are just brutal. I, I like, there's something about the rut when you're done at like, you don't get in the stand till like seven, it seems, and you're done at like 5 p.m. You can just go to bed, get 12 hours of sleep. Um, but no, yeah, we're, I think we're all running on pretty good energy right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Claire, what, what's your next plan for hunting stuff? Um, I definitely want to continue it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is just the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, I, since I'm out in California, um, I don't unfortunately have as much public land yeah. as there is out here, which is incredible, but, um, I'll definitely be continuing it. I know some people that, um, deer hunt, so I'm going to try and link up with them for the fall and kind of learn through them as my yeah. and plan. We always say, if you guys ever have any questions, whether just hunting advice or like location wise, I mean, like in the United States, we are truly blessed that you can just do a drive and go find the public. I mean, like out here, it's been like truly amazing. Just like a lot, like there's so much ground you can walk around and hunt on. That's one Um, thing that's been really cool about you guys using the Onyx app is just being able to see, um, where private is, where public is. mm -hmm. And like out here, there is a ton of public, but, Mm -hmm. um, a good, like 
some of it is like completely like in the middle of private. So, yep. um, I just think that's such a cool app to like figure it all out. Yeah, it's, been it's really there's awesome. been a surprisingly amount of like landlocked public yeah. around here. Not mm-hmm. I'm not like used to that in Nebraska. Like you can basically access every piece of Nebraska public there is um, that I can think of. Yeah, midday uh, today we actually had to. There's a guy mowing his yard, and I just stopped and asked him if we could access the public behind his place, and he was totally fine with it. It was his mom's place, and he just let us park on their driveway and stuff. But that whole piece, we couldn't find a way to get to it. Yeah, but people have people have been nice here, like as far as like permission and getting some intel on the turkeys and stuff. Um, but yeah, there's so much, and like in Nebraska, even we've got. If you want to hunt decent public land, you've got a five hour drive from where we're at in Lincoln. Yeah. If there's ever a hunt that like sparks your guys' interest or you've seen us do or whatever, just always hit us up and we'll help you get started. A lot of our the hunters we've taken out in the past are always texting us about uh, different things and where to go and stuff like that, and we love helping out. And e- even if you're a podcast listener um, that we haven't maybe even communicated with, like you got any questions, hit us up. Um, anything at all, info at identicaldraw.com. I respond to those emails all the time. So, Nate? What else you got? I mean, one, it's, what time is it? I just want to slay more turkeys. Yeah. Um, it's time to get out there. But do you guys have any final thoughts? Anything you want to interject on this podcast that you haven't mentioned? No. no. Just thank you guys. Yeah, it was, it was an sweet. awesome trip. Great. I hope you guys have had fun. opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. We, sure. we want it to be, like, turkey hunting's fun. Like, at, at, mm-hmm. at, at its core, like, I love that there's a spring because if it was just the fall all the time, we'd be burnt out. You yeah. know, spring gives us time to just just kind of hang out, have that camp vibe. Um, you guys have been awesome to hunt with. It's like Thompson and I, we're just, we just find random strangers to go hunting with. And then we just hope in the back of our heads, that's like, I hope this person's <laughs> cool. <laughs> I hope these people are, are okay to hunt with. And we've been lucky. We've, we've had awesome individuals and you guys are, have been great and super like just interested and wanting to learn and stuff, which is all we can ask for. We just want to give you guys as much knowledge um, as possible. Thanks. So. Yeah. Thanks for putting in the effort to get here. You mm-hmm. guys, I mean, Shane, you had a 12 hour drive. Claire, you did a couple day, uh, trip through parks and stuff, which is pretty cool. No easy feat to get out to some public land out here. Yeah. It, it was kind of like a good, good place to meet, I guess, for both yep. you guys yep. being from different parts of the country. I need to do, we need to do a major thanks to Vortex for, I mean, we already did it at the beginning, but I mean, hooking binos up is just amazing. First light gave these new hunters 40% off codes to get awesome camo, which is truly great. Um, and Onyx eat, like sent each of these people hundreds of dollars um, for cash just to be able to get them out here. So hunting's expensive. We don't do this by ourselves, and the, the sponsors that can back this, um, mm-hmm. we just can't thank you guys enough if you're listening. Very appreciated. Definitely gets you Definitely. started on the right track. Yeah, yeah for sure. sure. All right, well, let's go. We, we got to kill him. <laughs> There we one need, more sad yep. daddy. Yep, yeah, one more sad daddy needs <laughs> to hit the dirt. Claire's gonna smoke him. Yeah, so uh, thanks for listening, and we'll uh, we'll be on here soon. Sounds good.